You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. We're joined now by Marcus Armstrong on the program ahead of his Laguna Seca race, the last round of IndyCar um, 2023. Marcus, welcome to the program. First up, uh, you've got to tell me about the corkscrew. Tell us about Laguna Seca. What a racetrack that is. Yeah, hey Darcy. It's uh, pretty intense here. It's a new track for me, but they've just resurfaced the entire circuit and the, the tarmac is so grippy, it's hard to describe really. I guess if you walked on it your shoes would pretty much stick to the to the tracks so um it's insane how much um speed we we have in the corners here as opposed to other circuits um and saying that it's um it's a pretty tricky place to 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 nail but i'm enjoying it that's good and you're enjoying the potential though you're probably not going to think about it now of being rookie of the year you've got a a decent lead over augustin canapino you must be feeling relatively confident yeah, I am. Uh, rookie Championship, we're fighting for that this weekend. Uh, but we're also fighting for a good result. We have the car for it, and we certainly have the speed for it. So um, it's easier to go and go and focus on winning a race as opposed to winning the championship. You've signed up for a multi-year deal now with Chip Ganassi Racing. That's got to take pressure off you as far as what you do in this final race. Is, is that the case? Yes and no. I mean... The only pressure that is on me really is internal pressure. There's no external pressure, in other words. Um, but it's nice to have that sort of security, you know, like to go out there with a clear head and, and race as hard as possible without having the the contractual situation looming over your head, you know, like I have, I've had in previous years. So um, it's nice to go out there and just focus on what matters. How's it been? Your first year in IndyCar, you were running uh, F2, you were looking like having a Formula One career, and then suddenly, well, out of nowhere to us, you suddenly find yourself an open wheel in the United States of America. Was that the right move for you, do you think? I'm extremely happy with the move. Uh, I've spent the year here in America. I'm in a fantastic team. Um, I'm enjoying, you know, every single day at the track. From a sporting perspective, I really enjoy racing in America. Uh, there's there's a lot to accomplish here and, and the level is extremely high. So um, it's a big challenge that I'm excited by and uh, I can see myself staying here for a number of years. And you're writing with Chip Ganassi Racing, which is extraordinary. You can tap into the knowledge of Scott Dixon. That is a mind that is so deep. I can't even imagine how good it is for your racecraft. Yeah, indeed. I, I share a driver lounge with Scott, actually, and we also talk about things not related to racing as well, which is, um, it's it's good to sometimes take your mind off the, he's been a really great source of um, inspiration and information for me, I think. Um, he's, like you said, super experienced, and he's like the IndyCar encyclopedia, if there ever was one, so I'm lucky to have him on my side, and um, I'm also, you know, competing with him, so yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. To tell us about what the instructions are from Chip. Are you, you just race alone, you race for you, your engineer and your team. You don't have to give Scott any room at all? No, there's no team orders. Um, and saying that, you've got to use your head every now and again, you know. Uh, if Scott's fighting for for the championship, which he was last weekend, um, you know, I, I'll do what is necessary to give him a hand without compromising my own race. Um, but the, it swings both ways, you know. So tomorrow... Um, you know, when if I'm fighting for the rookie championship and it's um, it's a tough situation, I, I you know there's no guarantees, but I'd hope you'd give me a hand as well. 
Marcus Armstrong, has this gone beyond your wildest expectations, or at least your expectations moving into your first year of IndyCar? Did you think you could achieve what you've achieved so far? Yeah, I, I thought I was uh, capable of it. Uh, that's why I'm here. It's, um, it's a very, very competitive championship, which requires you to always believe in yourself. So, um, But like I said, I'm surrounded by fantastic people who are giving me the best inspiration. Um, yeah, I feel very very well supported here so there's no reason why I can't go out there and win a race straight away you know. It's well, becoming I suppose in a New Zealand championship isn't it there's so many Kiwi over there it's ridiculous Yeah there's a lot of Kiwis here there's uh, three and also Tom Blomquist it was sort of half and half yeah. uh, but uh, it's cool there's a lot of familiar accents here Tell us about, before we let you go, because I know you're on a very tight schedule, racing on ovals. This must be a very exciting, if not quite scary, prospect for you, but you're running a full championship next year, so you've got to run everything, don't you? Something that, um, yeah, I haven't really thought about a lot in the past, but I'm very excited by it, because it's a completely different discipline that requires so much, um, yeah, so much knowledge and, well, for lack of a better phrase, you know, big balls. So it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Got my first test coming up next week at Texas, so really looking forward to it. Yeah, and what a place to start in Texas as well. You talk about big balls, you definitely need them for that raceway. Hey, I appreciate you got to go. Marcus Armstrong, congratulations on signing a deal. Let's hope you can get Rookie of the Year at Laguna Seca tomorrow. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Darcy. appreciate it, mate. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.